Welcome to Baking and Snack Audio, showcasing the best stories from this month's issue. To read the text version of this article, visit the link in the description or go to www.bakingbusiness.com. Managing Frozen Dough Moisture migration and yeast activity become more critical when the freezer comes before the oven. By Donna Berry Flexibility and Fast Response that's what you get with the increasingly diverse category of frozen doughs. In-store bakeries, food service, and even mom-and-pop shops can quickly throw a few more loaves, cookies, or even pastry in the oven and serve up the smells of freshly baked goods without the hassles of making them from scratch. Consumers can do the same at home, too, as a growing number of retailers have allocated dedicated space in their freezers to dough inviting consumers to roll out a pizza crust, serve hot dinner rolls, or enjoy afternoon tea with fresh scones. Today's consumers want it all, from flavor and quality to variety and more. Delivering on each of these qualities can be challenging for bakers, who must quickly adapt to emerging trends while still delivering on the eating qualities consumers demand, said Yangling Yin, Director, Research and Development, Bakery Applications, Corbion. When you factor in the rising labor shortage, it becomes apparent just how much harder the baker's job has become in recent years. With the demand for more and varied frozen dough products growing inside and outside the home, manufacturers are finding it necessary to fine-tune recipes to best meet consumers' expectations of the finished good. They must manage sensory attributes through proper ingredient selection. In order to achieve the desired finished product texture from a frozen dough, it is important that the formulation has been properly optimized for frozen storage, said Paula Labine, Marketing Director, Milling, ADM. Best Practices for the Freezer Flour, as the predominant ingredient in any frozen dough, should be strong with high protein content. This ensures strength for gas retention, which impacts volume. The type of yeast is an important consideration. It is often necessary to double the amount of yeast in frozen doughs to ensure viability for desirable leavening. Hydrocolloids, including gums, proteins, and starches, help bind moisture. This is especially important when the dough encounters freeze-thaw situations during distribution and storage, since free water damages the gluten structure and yeast. Emulsifiers are also helpful, as they soften the crumb and provide a more pleasurable eating experience. Typical manufacturers of frozen doughs are companies that have the floor space necessary to produce the dough products and store them in a controlled, frozen environment until they are ready to be moved to the store, bakery, or institution that will be using them in their finished form, said Nadine Myers, Technical Applications Manager, Balcam Corp., Frozen dough exposure to varying temperatures must be minimized. Know your dough. There are three basic categories of frozen dough. The original, unfermented frozen, or UFF dough, made its debut in the 1970s. The dough is prepared, shaped, frozen, and distributed. When it's time, depending on the formulation, the dough may require thawing and proofing prior to baking. 
In some instances, no thawing is required. However, baking times tend to be longer and the product requires a steaming oven. Pre-fermented frozen, or PFF, dough has been around since the 1990s. This is dough that has undergone some or all of its proofing prior to freezing. Referred to as ready-to-bake, PFF dough is faster to work with than UFF as it doesn't require a proofing step after the freezer. This is especially true for layered dough products, such as croissants and pastry, which can go directly from freezer to oven. A defrosting step is often recommended for breads and baguettes. One of the biggest challenges with PFF dough is that temperature fluctuations during storage and transportation may cause the proofed structure to collapse. These two frozen dough formats help all types of bakers simplify the production process, said Alex Pena, Director of Product Development and Technical Services, Bella Rice. Costs are better controlled and quality is more easily ensured. The PFF dough products give bakeries more control over their production times and enhance efficiency. In the case of food service customers and home bakers who lack proof boxes, PFF makes it easy to produce breads by skipping the proofing process altogether. The third category is referred to as par-baked frozen dough. As the name suggests, this is dough that has been partially baked at low temperature into a crustless mass and then frozen. It bakes up fast, giving the item a golden brown crust, and can be served quickly. It's the secret behind quick-service pizza chains and many sub-style sandwich shops, as it helps them eliminate over-baking and food waste while preparing for an unexpected rush. Moisture and Ice Management With all three types of frozen dough, Ingredient technology and processing must be carefully considered to ensure proper leavening and gas retention. Gluten strength is paramount for desirable shape, crumb structure, and volume. A disrupted gluten network is typically attributed to ice crystal development during freezing and frozen distribution. Manufacturing frozen dough is a complicated process, Ms. Yen said. Considerations must be made for safety, storage, and distribution which can only be undertaken by businesses that have the experience and access to distribution networks. Further, manufacturing frozen dough requires blast freezing capabilities in order to quickly and safely prepare frozen baked goods at the highest possible quality. Ice crystal growth occurs readily at temperatures close to the dough's freezing point. Temperature fluctuation leads to the melting of small ice crystals on the dough surface, and the formation of larger ice crystals, a process known as recrystallization. Many studies on how frozen storage affects dough have cited ice recrystallization as the main detrimental factor to frozen dough product quality. Negative effects range from unstable or inconsistent finished product to freezer burn, excessive condensation, icing breakdown or weeping, poor flavor development, and loss of crispiness, Ms. Yen said. That's where hydrocolloids come into play. They bind and hold water. By binding water in dough, there is better moisture distribution throughout the dough. This limits crystal formation in dough during freezing, temperature abuse, and frozen storage, said Deborah Waters, Senior Business Development Manager, Bakery, Carey. 
Yeast, which contains large amounts of water, is partially protected from freeze damage in this way, too. These water-binding ingredients can also preserve dough texture during freeze-thaw cycles. Hydrocolloids increase dough viscosity, which could slow down moisture migration and solids redistribution during frozen storage, especially during freeze-thaw cycles, said Luke Cassavant, Baking Application Director at Lalamond. Eggs can also help reduce the size of ice crystals. Eggs can provide some cryoprotection thanks to their protein and fat content, said Eliza Malaberti, Director of Egg Product Marketing, American Egg Board. Wheat protein and gluten are texturing ingredients that offer the added benefit of being plant-based proteins, Ms. Labine noted. Wheat protein works particularly well in frozen dough applications because it has a neutral flavor and allows formulators to deliver protein-forward products in a convenient format. Ardent Mills markets high-fiber barley flour that has been shown to assist with improving freeze-thaw stability in frozen dough, said Vikram Ghosh, Specialty Sales. While some proteins and fibers are hydrophilic, gums and starches are the more common hydrocolloids used to immobilize moisture in frozen dough. They can also interact with some of the native components, such as starches and proteins, to help increase tolerance during the freeze-thaw process, positively affecting the textural characteristics of the final product, said Anita Srivastava, Senior Product Development Manager, Bakery Applications, Chem and Food Technologies. It is important to remember, however, that too many hydrocolloids can be negative due to a competition for water from starches and proteins. Xanthan gum in formulation can strengthen the dough by forming a strong interaction with the flour proteins, she continued. Guar gum, on the other hand, is not considered a good gum for frozen dough as it produces rubbery crust and low crust thickness. Mr. Genrich agreed with the benefits of using xanthan gum. Adding a small amount can prevent ice crystallization, he said. Each xanthan gum particle can hold 40 times its weight in water, providing excellent freeze-thaw stability. Some hydrocolloids may also assist with reducing breakage during shipment. Pectin is the best at improving storage life and the issue with freeze-thaw cycle stability, said David Gilfoyle, Group Manager, Bakery Fats and Oils, DuPont Nutrition and Biosciences. Pectin has some limitations regarding supply. There are a couple of gum blends that will work similarly to pectin, these are locust bean with xanthan and locust bean with guar. To get a proper rise, yeast must still be functional after freezing. Yeast is the most critical ingredient in frozen dough and needs to survive freezing and frozen storage to be able to proof the dough after thawing, said Jan van Eyck, research director, Lalamond. The company provides a wide range of clean label enzyme-based dough conditioners, including products that contain hydrocolloids. They usually consist of wheat flour, guar gum, enzymes, and ascorbic acid. These dough conditioners provide better machinability, stability, and gas retention, along with improved final volume, finer crumb structure, and softer crumb. Lalaman manufactures special yeast for frozen dough applications. The Corp offers a range of solutions for frozen dough that improve shelf life and ensure consistent and superior yeast activity when baked. 
This includes a specially designed yeast for raw frozen dough, noted Bill Haynes, Vice President, Marketing and Strategy, LaSaf. There are also bread improvers that strengthen frozen dough and improve machinability, gas retention, volume, and structure. We also have options for par-baked bread that allow products to be fully baked in less than three minutes directly from the freezer, Mr. Haynes said. This eliminates crust shrinkage and shelling and contributes a better color to the finished bread. Some yeast leavened doughs benefit from the addition of chemical leavening agents. Slow-reacting or heat-activated leavening acids, such as sodium acid pyrophosphates or sodium aluminum phosphates, work well in frozen dough systems, said Andrew Hart, technical sales manager, encapsulates and inclusions at Balchem. They provide the additional rise in the finished good while it is baking. Encapsulation can prevent pre-reaction of the leavening acid, allowing consistent baking performance in the finished good. Fat content is another consideration. Fats and oils help protect organoleptic properties, including moistness, sponginess, tenderness, flakiness, crunchiness, or crispiness of the crust. Fats and oils act as a barrier to moisture migration and loss, said James Jones, Vice President, Customer Innovation and Plant-Based Foods, AAK USA. This translates into a more consistent rise or loaf volume over frozen dough shelf life. Lawrence Marks, Customer Innovation Manager at AAK, added that fat content in frozen dough is typically higher than non-frozen dough. The higher fat content will both extend the dough's shelf life during freezing periods and improve its machinability during molding, he explained. Shortening flakes are an excellent, easy-to-use ingredient that can serve multiple purposes. All this ingredient technology protects the baked food's structure and eating quality. While frozen dough is easier for staff members to work with than creating dough from scratch, never forget that it still requires some training on how it should be properly managed, Miss Yin concluded.